everyone, welcome to Keith and Stephanie show. I'm Keith. This is Stephanie. Hello. This is our very first podcast and we are very excited. Absolutely. Yes, we've been dying to do this. Uh, Stephanie has a long history of doing this. Yes. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Stephanie. So I come from China. English is actually my second language. I am super nervous to do this, but on the other hand, I can't wait to share with the world about my stories. It is also because of English that leads me to this one. <laughs> that, yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, it's kind of an interesting story how we got to know each other. Maybe we'll touch on that in, in a bit. But uh, yes, yeah, so uh, me and Stephanie, we are uh, in a relationship, I, I guess you could say. Uh, she's from the uh, Eastern world and I'm from the Western world, but uh, now we're both here together. Yeah, and that's <laughs> also something that we want to feature on our show. So our show is called Keith and Stephanie Show. It's also your world and my world. So we are hoping to bring you guys some of our joy or sharing stories about Eastern world and Western world how we get to know each other and tell you guys something about us and something interesting that is happening in those two worlds. Yeah, we're trying to learn each other's culture uh, through each other, I guess you will, through this relationship. So uh, we thought we'd have some interesting uh, insight to be able to share with our audience. So why don't you tell us something about you? About That's me. Charming. Oh, well, there's nothing interesting to say oh. about me. I mean, <laughs> you know, I'm just your reg regular average Joe from Kentucky. Right. So I'm what, Jen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, right. <laughs> uh, well, I guess that's how it works, isn't it? Uh, yeah, one of us has to be. You know, well, so, that's yeah. not true. <laughs> uh, yeah, a little tidbit about myself. I'm, yeah, so. Grown up, you know, here in Kentucky. Uh, Hear that accent. <laughs> I mean. Yes. Um, right in the heart of the bluegrass. Oh, my God. What a wildcat. Lexington, Kentucky. Yes, as she said, the wildcats. Uh, and I do uh, bleed blue, as they say. <laughs> I'm a huge wildcat. Huge UK fan, should I say. Oh That's God. the University of Kentucky, oh not the God. United Kingdom or whatever you'll hear from this Brit. Well, that's that's not true again, so please not let me to pull my fake British accent. Don't let her fool you. She's spent a lot of time there. She's, no, she's got no. <laughs> all, my, all my ruling, all my very brief stay at UK is through the art exhibition that my brother hosted oh. earlier in 2016, yes. which I've already bored him out. So no. I'm not going to bore you guys out. <laughs> well, we'll talk about that. <laughs> It's more like perhaps in a bit. Yeah, perhaps you know, like never. So, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, no. So uh, you know, that's me. Um, you know, grew up here and uh, just uh, your typical guy, basically, uh, like all the boring stuff. Uh, <laughs> that's why you like me. Is that boring? <laughs> I should hope not. I'm nothing but boring. Oh, Stephanie, yeah, she's brought a lot of excitement. <laughs> Don't blush. So. <laughs> Okay, okay. He's as it, red as a tomato right now. No, but uh Yeah. I wish I had <laughs> don't, a don't listen to her. <laughs> she's she's full of it. Uh, oh, 
only but, 10%, by the way. That, right, yes. Uh, 90% awesome, is what they <laughs> say. Uh, no, but we, I guess we both kind of share a common passion in a little bit of creation or entertainment and that sort of thing. Uh, Stephanie, she had a very popular uh, radio show while she was in China, uh, while she was in her grad school there. They actually still have the giant poster of her face plaque up at the radio station because she left such an impact there. <laughs> well, that's, that, that's actually uh, happened in my college. So I started to do this uh, radio show when I was in my uh, high school and it extended to my college. When I was in my grad school, I don't have much time to do it, but I hosted a lot of student events and they invited me to join other colleges events. So I'm doing a lot of hosting there. So I guess radio or hosting has become part of my life and uh, always been an important part. I enjoy sharing this fun. I have a, this attachment to Mike. I just feel so excited when I get to hold of it. Uh, yeah. yeah, she doesn't like to let go of it when she gets a hold of it, as you can tell. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm just that kind of psycho who crave for the you know, attention, attention. of the people. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yes. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah she's... Uh, no, know. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she's quite the presenter, you know. They, since she's arrived here, they've had her doing all kinds of shows and stuff. But, but yeah, no, we, so she told me this, this thing she did and that fascinated me a little bit because I've always... Uh, uh, I've created different things, cartoons and stuff in the past, fooled around... But, uh, you know, this is something I wanted to try, so I, I thought we'd give it a go. And this guy's voice sounds completely different on his cartoon show. I mean, he showed me his cartoon, and I was like, oh, this is awesome. And uh, so you made this? And he said, yeah, I made this with a couple of my dear friends. And also, also, you know, one of those voices is me. I was like, you what? <laughs> yeah, she, uh, she So I was like, that. who? <laughs> By the way, who is something that he likes to say the most? Whatever you ask him, he oh, will not say don't, don't when listen, don't listen or there. what. He will go like, who? <laughs> That's not true. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, yes. So, actually, yeah, so we had a deal. For the longest time, she wouldn't play me her radio show. Uh, and I finally. been keeping the cartoon from me. I don't even know the existence of the cartoon. <clears throat> well, I was holding that out as a bargaining tool. Obviously, right. it Is worked. Right, leverage work? Well, yeah, obviously it did, because I finally got to hear your show. And speaking of your show, so something interesting right. happened once yes. you went to play it. Uh, I noticed yeah, a little yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, actually, he noticed it. I wasn't, I wasn't paying attention because I was so embarrassed. I haven't listened to my show for such a long time. It was back to 2011, so it was a heck of a long time, I would say. <laughs> um, but I was so embarrassed, I didn't even notice the, the date that I was recording. She so didn't notice it that she mislabeled it, actually. So she told me this was from another day, but as she was, we were listening. Yeah, I was like, I, w I wasn't paying much attention. I labeled the wrong date. My show was always broadcast on Wednesday. Oh, wait a second. Today is Wednesday. Woo! Listen, it's destiny. I, this is I, what I, we were getting at. So, when I, when I was listening to our first... Wait, I didn't plan we do this on Wednesday. But this is Wednesday. Of course. 
Of course. What were you going to say? <laughs> no. So when we were listening to your first show, it occurred to me that you recorded it uh, on my birthday. Yeah, I was, I was so stunned. I was like, no way. that No way that is your birthday. And not just any birthday. It was my star birthday. Oh. You know what that is, Stephanie? Well, do tell. <laughs> Enlighten me. That's when you're turning the age of your birth date. So in other words, like 23 on the 23rd. You just gave out your... I didn't say the month or year. Right. Oh! <laughs> I think I subtly mentioned about that. So guys, if you rewind, you would hear when I say which year was my first issue. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Nobody's listened to us that closely, all right? Right. But if you've already made it this far... Uh, you're a true fan at this point. I know. You're in for the long haul. There's no turning back. I know. You've already passed the windmill, as I like to say. You're stuck with us, unfortunately. <laughs> why, don't we, why don't we share a few tidbits about uh, what do we love the most about oh, each other? Are you sure we are not I, losing? Well, no, no, I just got a text. This is what the guy just said. They wanted to know. They're listening live, and they wanted to know. That's their question, so. Wow. Okay, Q&A on. <laughs> Keith and Stephanie. Well, um, take us all. Okay, so, so I'm so glad uh, you guys cannot see I'm blushing. But uh, so he's he's really cute. He's got this thing. He's got a sudden itchy. Like like <sighs> it could be like oh whenever, whatever. It doesn't matter what the time, date, or what he does. He would just uh, scratch himself somewhere. Okay, that doesn't sound very nice when you put it that way. Well, uh. it's, well it's not like that. It's, uh, imagine, imagine a cute panda, you know, just to scratch it, its ear or something. Yeah, I guarantee it's, a cute panda isn't the image they had in their head when you said he scratches himself. No. That's not the first thing that went in their head. Which, thanks a lot. Yeah. Well, but it's my second language, so, yeah. Oh, okay, don't, do, don't give the second language card. Her English, uh, her English is better than mine, okay? Uh, don't let her fool no, you. No, that's not Don't true. Don't let her fool you. Second language speaker. So you better say something nice about me because you are native speaker. Oh, I just said something nice about you. <laughs> Your English is better than mine. That's that's number one. The first thing I, um, I love the most. So, yeah, she's kind of like my dictionary. So, you know, I can turn to her. When I forget a word, I kind of look at her and describe it. And she can usually, she'll give it to me. Oh, my uh, God. <laughs> Walking Wikipedia. Yes. But the other thing is she has <laughs> she has a bear in front of her face right now. This is Earl. Say hello, Earl. Hello. My name is Earl. <laughs> Sounds like Aaron. I'm uh, a cute panda. I have another big brother. His name is Aaron. He's a naughty bear. Does nothing, just slipping and eating and petting on his own belly. <laughs> <laughs> so you were saying something? Oh, yes. Another thing that I, I adore so much about Stephanie here is, uh, <laughs> and she's hiding behind the bear again, uh, is, uh, see, we, uh, we worked in a similar, we worked in the same building, if you will. So, but I, I was in the room, and, you know, anytime I would sneeze, all of a sudden, the next thing you would see, oh I would God. get a little text. It would say, bless you. <laughs> Because she didn't want to say it out loud. You know, she's across the hall. She's far. So she would just send me the text. I don't even know how she heard me sometimes. But it would, every single time, 
I mean, like a, you know, just go off like clockwork. Ding, sneeze. And I would, it was almost like a Pavlov's dog. I don't, I don't know if I'm saying that right. Again, my English isn't that great. But, you know, the story, they trained the dog. Every time he heard the bell, he'd go for the food. Every time I would sneeze, I would automatically look at my phone because I knew I had a bless you text coming. <laughs> actually, it was so much so that she actually noticed it one time. She's like, you know, sometimes you'll go hours without responding to my text. Or the second you sneeze, you'll say thank you to my text. And it's like, yeah, it's because I remember to look at my phone. <laughs> you know, I'm busy working. Sometimes I don't look at it. But I'd always look after the sneeze because I knew oh. the text was coming. So that was just uh, one of the little things. But uh, the other thing is she has this thing where she's terrible with doors. Oh, my God. She's absolutely the worst person to ever do anything with doors. Like, she can't open them. She can't close them. Uh, she just she just doesn't know how to lock them, unlock. I, I've never seen anything like it. She can't shut the door properly if it's a car door. Like, she'll leave it. She either slams the door or she just doesn't shut it at all. It's literally gapping open. We're driving down. the. I'm like, honey, shut the door. The air, you know, you're going to fall out over there. It, it actually, though, it kind of relates to how we met each other. Uh, I mean, we met each other prior that, that week. He'd arrived. And I'd been assigned to kind of, you know, show her around to some apartments and help her to get settled in. I'd actually found a really sweet spot for her. I don't want to brag or anything, but... <laughs> Uh, the rent was fantastic, uh, <laughs> perfect location, lots of space. It was a great spot. Anyway, so that day I'd been taking her around, and of course she, you know, kind of struck me with her humor and just how her her knowledge of the English language really took me off because her mastery of it, if you will, she had the sarcasm and stuff. So I was a little bit intrigued, I must say, but I, you know, she was pretty confident. I didn't know uh, what my chances were with this, this little woman here, but uh, you know, I was digging it, so I was, I was enjoying my time. I was taking her around. And, and by the uh, way, guys, I have no idea. There were so many things that were running through his uh, pretty little mind here. <laughs> Don't worry. Because I was no. like, I was super, I was really tired. I was having this uh, jet lagging, and I was thinking about, oh my god, this is the first time I'm in this, like, Brand new country. I've never been here. What am I gonna do? Okay, new place. How am I gonna settle in? So I'm kind of like unsettling all the time while he was busy and have some <clears throat> plan there. <laughs> I had no plans. No plans. Right. <laughs> um, after I'd already got them settled in, got helped them unload their luggage, her and a roommate that is, and then that evening there I was out having my dinner with a friend of mine and. Uh, you know, actually, I was telling him about uh, this one. I had been driving around, just mentioning. He's like, yeah, she's kind of interesting. You know, she's just Really? Kinda... Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. I mean, he never told me in such a detail. And you told him. <laughs> I mean, well, we were, come I, we're, on, you know guys. He loves you guys so very much you know that very, I don't even know this detail. You know I mean, we're very close to our audience. Uh, anyway, we're sitting there, and all of a sudden, I get the WeChat call. You know, my phone starts blowing up, and sure enough, I look down, and who it is. <clears throat> I get this call. Of course, it says it's your roomie, and I answer, and guess who's on the line? Knock, knock. It's this one right here. Yeah, because, I mean, my roomie says you have to talk to him, because, uh, you know. Her English isn't quite on <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying, I'm just saying. All I remember about that phone call is he kept laughing. 
So my roommate, she asked me, "What did he say? What did he say?" Because we all very, you know, very anxious. And I said, "I cannot hear him at all. He was laughing." Yes, I was laughing because I thought that you were kind of calling, just like hitting me up, like, "Hey, you know, you're bored." I thought y'all were bored, wanting to hang out or something. Right. I was like, Score, and because I couldn't hear, and you were just guys, talking. you got his number. So <laughs> if any of you ever get bored, just hit him up. He'll be there <laughs> in a heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah, in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I didn't know what you wanted. I don't know if you were like wanting to watch Netflix or what. <laughs> Oh, don't don't go there! Don't don't go there! I mean, come on, man. We we just want our teasing. we want just our teasing. show to be run PG at PG thirteen. Right. Of course, of course. Now, uh, <laughs> so but like I said, it's loud. I couldn't really hear what she was saying. I just knew she was calling me, so I was excited. It comes find out, of course, of all things, the two of them have both somehow misplaced their keys. They've locked themselves out, locked the keys inside the room. And there you go. They're both outside. Cannot get into their apartment. Here it is, what, 8, 9 o'clock at night almost. And you got two young girls who haven't even been in the country a full week. And they're both locked out on a main street here on campus. She had no choice but to call me because that was the only number that they had other than their supervisors. And that isn't exactly the impression they wanted to leave. on the. So next thing you know, I'm pulling up, saving the day. I got maintenance out there, and we got them in. But that's how her little door troubles uh, actually, you know, it led to an interesting night. You know, we ended up hanging out for a minute or two and uh, after they got in, and they, she gave me the sweet gift. And, uh, you know, so I, I, we may have even exchanged our own contact information at that point. I, You know. And, uh, you know, it kind of history ever since. That was uh, that's how it all started. <laughs> oh. Okay, so I think that was, that, that's, so that's the answer to your question there, uh, Ted. So I um, hope you like that. We just told the story. It's a good transition anyway. This, mm -hmm. we're ta we got the setting. This was your first week here, you know. Right. So why don't you tell us a little bit of what your impressions are of the Western world um, I know also you went to, uh, before you came to America, you actually had experienced another uh, foreign country, something I hadn't done. Um, uh, I had this opportunity to went to UK, the United Kingdom. Not University uh, of Kentucky. Oh, uh, <laughs> I'm trouble wildcats there. We don't want to alarm them. Um, so I've been to UK very briefly for, I think, three weeks. I think so. Yeah, that was uh, really my very first encounter with the Western world. So the place where me and my brother were invited to is the University of Chester. So we had a lovely exhibition there. Uh, so ever since the exhibition is finished, we went to check out, of course, London. You can't miss it. Where else we went? Oh, we went to Liverpool uh, to check out the Beatles. I mean, <laughs> I love the Beatles. I know, I know. Did you go to Abbey Road? Do you even know what that is? Oh, the four of them. Yes. Are sitting in the line. <laughs> yes. yeah, did I you did. make the picture? No, I didn't make what? the picture. What? I made. This, let me tell you, this girl loves taking pictures. Now, I, I'm not just saying that because she's <laughs> saying she's like a stereotypical Asian or anything. She really does love taking pictures. I can't believe you didn't get a picture of the. Well, I don't. I don't think I ever been. To I'm not even road. a picture person, and I want that picture. I know, I know, and I feel mm. stupid. I mean, but there is this uh, statue of those four people there, so we take a couple of pictures there. Four people. Uh, Beatles. The Beatles. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the Beatles. 
Yeah. That's a great album, by the way, Abbey Road. Any of you all haven't ever listened to it, look that up. It's great. So I went to London. I went to the Victoria and Albert Museum, and we went to the British Museum, which don't tell Brad's, I think, or National Museum is more, you know, stunning. Anyway, <laughs> well, the weather, the weather and the food are the only two things that I hate most about Britain. Other than that, I love, I love Britain. <laughs> I little, love Britain. A little too much. I'm pretty sure she's going to leave me for a British man at some point. How, how she hadn't ended up with a British man already, uh, it's beyond me. Well, so I love British accent, but... At the very beginning, I don't like them at all. I kind of hated them because I think American accent is more uh, fluent. It's just more round, and I liked how the feel of it. I don't have foreign teachers until I went to college, and the foreign teachers from my college they are British. But when I was hanging out with them, they say that they feel they are hanging out with an American girl. So we only have two years, like foreign teacher class. I'm not English major, so we just cannot fall off. And、uh, afterwards, I started to grow fond of British accent. So when I actually arrived in America <laughs> and I met this one, and he was so like. British accent kind of slightly took him away, so I kind of feel a little bit off, always off. When I'm hanging out with the, when I was hanging out with British people, I rock this American accent. When I'm actually in the United States, I started to talk in a British way, but I don't think I'll ever get back. I mean, I just I. I She's British for life. <laughs> and she says all these words I've never heard, like twig and. Uh, well, of course, I've heard Lou, but she actually uses Lou, and now I do too. But that's another story. <laughs> I say Lou all the time. I just well, we all use the Lou, but、uh, <laughs> I mean the word Lou. Do you, Do you even know why I like the I like to? Did use you twig、it? me? Instead, <laughs> just used a word. Now, those of you that don't know the British terminology like I didn't, you're probably getting、uh-uh. lost on that. Yeah, but I think <laughs> so. I don't think our audience cares. Or they probably already know because it's so cute. I just think it looks so cute.、Yeah. But you know the, the British—they spell everything funny. It drives me crazy. They've put a e into blue that doesn't belong there. Like they stick all the color favorites. Yeah, that, that, yeah, no, that's what it is. It's the U's. They yeah, stick a random yeah. U in favorite. Color, color favorite. It's like no, get the.、U. And also they write Santa. It's a completely different story. I was so from UK imp- to UK. I know, I know, and I was like, so many of my friends thought I went back to UK. You could write a book or something. I know. Back to the United Kingdom. <laughs> okay, when I got here, University of Kentucky. So I saw this UK blue everywhere. They have sea、What's、blue. The they have gold blue. They have wildcats. They have blue the- grass. I know they have blue grass and blue people too. But that's another story for another day. Go on. <laughs> See when you talk when you start to talk about Kentucky, this this person cannot you know cannot control himself. He's gonna be. Oh、right. no, that's when when you start talking about China, that's when I can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <laughs>、uh, wait, what I was gonna say? What else? She lost herself. No, I did not lost. How、myself. did you manage to successfully run your radio station for this long? That long, if you lost yourself so easily. That's, you, didn't, that's, you didn't have this one sitting next to you, did you? That's so not true. I mean, he, I'm becoming he, the man to host. He's、here. just so full of himself <laughs> right now. Oh my goodness. 
Oh gosh. I'm a mojo. Okay. So, yeah, you, you found your mojo completely. So c- tell us though, you were talking about how when you first got here. Let's right, right. Let's hear yeah, about it. Yeah, Go, yeah. You know. So the the thing that I love the most about here, one is really just the, the morale or the spirit of this whole university comparing to the universities in China. Usually we are not so excited about uh campus events or student events. I mean we have passion, but it's more like if you are in a certain club or something that you are hosting something, for example, I'm very passionate about radio. I'm a member of our radio station. This radio club is something that we all stick together and trying to put on the best show for audience. Uh, but apart from that, for the whole university in general, we don't really have a passion like we love our university, like truly just feel really proud of it. I mean, I am proud of it, but it's not like... You know, it's not as crazy as you can. Uh, why don't you tell them what, what you thought when you found out about the, the practice. I think that's a good example of the basketball practice. Oh, and yeah. the tickets. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's another thing. That's a good thing. example of what you're saying. I know. Okay. That's another thing, guys. Like, when I just arrived here, I don't see much American. I mean, I literally don't see much American. I mean, come on, I come from China, and uh, I was in Beijing. Yeah, to be clear, she's saying she didn't see a lot of people around. <laughs> uh, it's not like she saw a bunch of international people here in Kentucky. It's it's mostly American. So, like, <laughs> if you if you Google, if you just Google the subway picture in Beijing, you'll know how crazy I'm talking about. People are like sardines, especially during those rush hours. So there was this uh, a Kentucky basketball practice. I think? Yeah, yes. Practice. So he big said, "Big blue madness." Yes, yes, yes. Big blue madness. Uh, so uh, we were waiting for the tickets. Isn't it's it? the yeah. It's the first practice of the the year. So for the new basketball team, it's like the first chance to see them. Yes. Yeah, so we were queuing, and I told him. I feel I'm surrounded by Americans. <laughs> like I never, never, ever see so many Americans in my living life. Yeah. Back that day, I was so scared. I it was, was a long line, but to, before that line could even start, people had to like literally camp out for or throw up tents for like a week to you know. I just feel so <laughs> crazy, and when we actually went to see that game. I cannot control myself. I see those people are yelling so crazy, and they all dress um, blue and white. Yeah. Yeah, and there was this couple. They dressed up their little daughter in such an adorable way. I mean, she's just so pretty. She was wearing this dress in like blue and white. It was so pretty. I just I love the spirit that this university has offered to this city in general. And I love this passion that the people here shared about this, uh, maybe basketball or maybe something else. I just I love this passion, and I admire when people really have something that they hold so dear to their heart. I just I love to see people are so mm. genuinely happy. Yeah, and, I remember yeah. you really liked uh, when we were at the practice. They they had the line. They came out and they said, "Welcome to the family." I know. I was I was about to cry. I was just a. Because uh, the reason why I was so moved, it actually got linked with my radio experience that uh, we will always say we are one big family. I know a lot of companies or even, you know, the place we, where we work, we say uh, we are a big loving family, stuff like that. 
But I mean, radio station, I suppose, is some place. You know, when you are a student, it's kind of like less complicated. And if you are really devoted to yourself to do something, and you just think you you feel a sense of achievement, a sense of belonging, and that is not something that、uh, other places can offer to you, and you would just、uh, have a sense of belonging to this place where you call home. I remember when I was so down, like our office, our radio office is on the sixth floor. Sometimes when I feel so down and I cannot find the place, I'm really lazy about going up the stairs. So I would really just walk to that building and just look at that window and just remind myself, like how much、uh, you know effort you have been putting onto these things and how much I want you to keep going. Forward. So I just when I when I saw that that slogan "Welcome to Family," I was so touched and so moved. I understand, or I have this idea, or basic idea, basic grasp of why people here love basketball so much, and why generation by generation the basketball players can play with their full heart and really devoted. Their passion and their skills to however long time it is, they can really just、uh, be a part of it. So I was just genuinely touched by that. That is the the university part because it's a it's a big thing in Lexington, particularly here. It has a huge impact on all sphere of life here. And the other thing is about the food and the weather. I I absolutely love the weather here in Lexington. Ah,、uh, if you Google the air in Beijing, you know what I mean. So when I saw the big sun and the blue sky, I'm just so happy. If there's、uh, someday a little bit drizzling, I'm like, yeah, I'm not fitting it. Um, so that that's the other thing I don't like about the weather in UK, United Kingdom, but I love the weather here in UK, <laughs> University of Kentucky. Ah,、uh, food. I hate the British food. I mean, they're just a Notoriously bad. I I tried several.、Uh, lemon drizzle was actually pretty good, but also pretty sweet. I mean, it's too sweet for me.、Um, here, I love the food here mainly because of this one. I mean,、uh, and also some of the practice of myself.、Uh, I cannot cook. cook. Oh, don't let her even fool you. There's no comparison. I'm pretty sure. She was just being a、uh, pool shark, if you will, when it comes to cooking. She showed up. Oh, I know nothing. I know nothing. And then she cooked like several amazing meals for me. So don't let her fool you. She's she's fine. No, with I the I I was practicing. The first meal I cooked, I literally cried because I feel so devastated. So I tested my brother. I said, I feel so terrible. This is my first meal that I cooked in the United States, and I feel terrible. I want to cry. And.、Uh, Uh, later on, he told our mom. <laughs> As that's that's how I find out. The other day, when I was calling my mom, and my mom says, "Your brother says you were crying when you had your first dish."、Um, so、uh, after that, I decided to learn how to cook. And right now, I would say I'm pretty good. So surprisingly yeah, good. Yeah. yeah, and I can bake a little bit. So I, I think I'm doing a pretty good job. But before that, he totally impressed me by his cooking thing.、Uh, as a matter of fact, today we had something which is、uh, great. It's chicken fajita. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah chicken fajita.、Uh, he made that, which is surprisingly good. And he knows so many good places to eat out. I mean, it's just.、Uh, I mean, it's just a. 
like full of surprises with this one. Like uh, I'm so indecisive when it comes to food. Like if you ask me what to eat or where to eat, I was like, I don't know. He just knows so many other places. So I'm just the.、Uh, I'm enjoying the food, enjoying the weather, and、uh, I like the spirit of the city. And people are so friendly at me. People, people would just walk to me and just say, "Your shoes look lovely," or "I like your dress," or "Or your hair looks so cute." So、and、you don't then, get that in China. No, I mean I get that in China, but maybe because of the you know big cities, people are really like busy and in a hurry. So they kind of、yeah. they probably think in that way, but they they won't say that. Things are、uh, different here in Kentucky. Yeah, yeah I know. It's just to have this certain hospitality. This, yeah, yeah, going on. I mean, and、uh, the the funny part is they are not trying to strike a conversation with you. They were just、uh, trying to pay you a compliment, and then they just left. There was one day I was literally turning around trying to say thank you, and that girl has just like I I I couldn't even find her. I I think I have to yell thank you, so I just、yeah. said thank you, like but with with my heart, like I、yes. I truly mean it. So the the people here, the food, and the people that sit next to me, I'm just、uh, I'm just so happy. Oh my, my goodness! Oh my goodness! You're gonna have everybody at home. They're gonna be turning off. They're just gonna be puking. They're so <laughs> just teasing, just teasing. Yes, now it can be a little and a little nauseating sometimes. It's like, oh, her life's so perfect. Blah 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 blah. I'm glad you're enjoying your time here, though. That's great. Yeah. And you didn't have any ever culture shock. And speaking of this,、uh, it reminded me something in UK actually.、Uh, so British people they love to say sorry. So they say sorry a thousand times a day. I I didn't even find the other word that American like to say. Yeah, you know, there's a game called Sorry. We have a game called Sorry. <laughs> right. I mean, Board, but really, I mean, in Kentucky, is there something that people say often? Uh, Except a yow. <laughs> yeah, yow. That that's definitely said a lot.、Uh, go cats is one thing. Oh yes, yes, yes. <laughs> But I mean,、uh, British they say sorry a thousand times.、Mm. If they if they hit you, they say sorry. You hit them, they say sorry as well. If you run into them in a narrow alley, you guys were trying to you know just pass each other, and you both of you say sorry. So I picked up this habit, and I kept saying sorry when I came back to Beijing. Uh, here's another thing that people smile at each other. I find this in Lexington as well. People smile at me. No,、oh, that's because you're hot. <laughs> <laughs>、uh, so no, no, no. Well, you can't see me, so he's lying. I no. Mean, <laughs> no. I mean, I mean, when I was in when I was in United Kingdom,、uh, people would say sorry and people would smile at you, just a really light smile, and then they would just kind of like, you know, just left. And here in Lexington, it's the same thing. People would just smile at me. Right after I went back to Beijing after my UK trip, I smile at people, and people look at me in a weird way, like, <laughs> "Why are you smiling at me?" You have some kind of defect. <laughs> Some <laughs>、uh, kind so, of mental problem. Yeah, I know. So when I come to Lexington, it's so it's been a while, and then when I come here, I I started not used to smile at people because、mm. I'm trained well in Beijing. And she had to retrain basically. <laughs> I know I have to retrain myself. People smile here, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so people smile. So I think it's just 
really nice. And there is another thing happened in uh, London. I think it's Easton or Euston. I'm not quite sure about the pronunciation. Either way, that's a that's a train station in London. Uh, when I was in the train station, I lost the track of the tram line. So I was asking one of the workers there. So the staff uh, was trying to explain to me, and then I was like, I don't understand. So he said, How come you don't understand? It's so obvious. I said, I don't know. I mean, this is whole new to me. I, this is the first time I'm in this country. I I do not know. So he said, You're not from here. I was like, Can't you tell? Like I'm with this Asian face. Can't you tell? He said, "Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Miss. I, I thought, I thought you were from here. Okay, I'll tell you. So, what do you want to know?" Um, so I suppose the culture shock. I'll post to that, and they are, by the way, super friendly to my brother. My brother's English is like it's okay. It's not a, as good as me. So, so they can tell my brother is a foreigner. So they are like super nice and be very patient with him, and not very patient with me. I was like, yeah. what? I think you know Stephanie gets that some here too. She gets the ABC classification every once in a while. <laughs> so, <clears throat> well, that's that's nice then. So, uh, so how's how's your experience in China? There's a lot of girls <laughs> hit you up, <laughs> like, oh my god, I can't find my key. <laughs> and by the way, that thing never happened in China to me. I'm always the person who carried the key around and sure. help out. The other people in my door. Yeah, she's super great at doors I, in China. I believe that, right? <laughs> you make it sounds like as if I'm the maintenance of some door department in China. Well, yeah, anyway. Yes. Anyway, so so you asked so about yeah, my China. So sure. oh, your China. Okay, your China. <laughs> yeah, my China. Okay. Uh, yeah, no. So I went to China for the first time. It was uh, 2010, and uh, actually, I got to go. On a, uh, it was a school trip, study abroad, short study abroad trip. It was like a week long sort of deal. It was like ten days total. Um, but basically, I went over there with a group of business students, uh, led by one of the professors at my alma mater. Um, and uh, <laughs> so it was a pretty cool trip. We basically we went to Beijing and Shanghai. And while we were there, we got to meet, you know, with top business executives at various corporations like KPMG, uh, Tesco, um, uh, Bacardi was one of them, uh, but, and, uh, Co was it Costco? Costco? By the way, he got this sudden itchy again. <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyway, so, yeah, uh, got to meet with the, all these. He's better at this train of thoughts than I am. <laughs> I find out that. She's terrible with trains and tracks and she lost her track. Of, uh, she almost got ran over by a train because she got lost on the tracks one time. Oh, gosh, um, I can't believe you remember that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> yes. So. This guy has a photographic memory. This is like, he remembers every tiny bit things. I mean, of course. Literally, like just no, just I every, don't remember every small things. I, I can remember small things. I can't remember uh, what I did five minutes ago. That's the problem. So you know, I can remember. That's long why you keep like <laughs> just have sudden itchy because you forgot you scratch it like five <laughs> seconds ago. <laughs> You're yes, like, oh, yes, oh, probably yes. I didn't do that. That's right. That's so right. yeah, exactly. Uh, no, so when I went to China though. For this trip, that was literally, well, as I mentioned before, it was the, it's the only other country I've been to. So it was my first trip abroad. Uh, but I actually hadn't even really done much traveling here in America. I'd never been to New York before I went to Shanghai, for example. 
So I'd never even really been to a, a huge, huge city. So uh, there was multiple levels of culture shock there, as you can imagine. And actually, I'd never even taken a flight before. So let that sink in. I, my very first flight was uh, a like you know 15-hour flight to China. So my very first flight is I think maybe 17 hours to Britain. She's a one upper too. I don't know if you guys have ever noticed that, but you will as the show goes on. She definitely. I mean, uh, you know. <laughs> no. Anyway. <laughs> and this guy never lost his train of thought. Well, for me, I was. I don't know about her, but I was. I was. I never wanted to take a flight prior to this. I was pretty frightened by the idea, just getting in a plane, whatever. So the He's fact a that I. Pep. Driver, by the way, because he drives so well, he thought he could drive to the moon. <laughs> to the moon, to the moon. I know. Yes. Uh, he is. He's such a good driver, and he's spoiling me. Ever since I, I I've been riding with him, I cannot just ride any random person's car. I mean, if they are not so good at driving, literally. <laughs> yeah. So she says. So uh, I'll take the compliment. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I think you successfully caused me to lose my train of thought. Yeah! <laughs> finally, finally. It's all these compliments. She doesn't give me these kind of compliments in real life. So I don't know what's going on. She's trying to butter me up. I guess she's going to ask for money after this is over or something. I don't know what she wants, but. <laughs> Seriously? I'm like so loaded. I don't need his money whatsoever. Oh, you know who to go after. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Careful walking home after this, sweetheart. Right, right. So that was your first, first flight. flight. Yes. yes. And I don't really know what the point of that was other than to say that, yeah, I was super frightened by it. Didn't want to. And then all of a sudden, oh, yeah. I, I remember my you flight want now. me holding your hand? No. <laughs> but the whole reason, actually, I went. Paperback. Grazing. <laughs> okay. Yes. I'm okay. I think I'll be all right. I've taken a lot of flights since. Uh, but the, wow, all over the world then. <laughs> well, no, they've all been domestic other than one more trip to China. But <laughs> um, Culture shock. So. Yes, culture shock. But what I was going to say is that the funny thing about me going to China is the only reason I ever I even agreed to go is I was trying to get out of a class, basically. By doing... <laughs> I had no interest, honestly, in ever going abroad or doing any of this stuff prior to the the trip. But if if I signed up for this class, then basically I got to skip a full, you know, semester long class. I just basically had to go on this trip, write a little story about it when I got back or, you know, a report, uh, and read a book, you know, that and that was the whole class, you know. Um so I, I got talked into it by a friend, um, and we ended up going. Uh and it I think I had a lot more cultural shock going over there than she did here. Um, well, what's the one that left to you the deepest impression? Uh, I can't really just say one thing. It really, when I arrived, because he was afraid of shock, you guys. <laughs> no, really, when I when I arrived, it, it it blew my mind. I was like, I can't believe this is real life. Like this is actually happening on the other side of the planet. Like it was. So different. I mean, everything about it was like a complete 180. I just, the traffic, the way, I mean, just the way all the streets move, like, it, it, 
no one seems to actually be following any sort of traffic law. People would just drive in every which direction. People would walk right in front of the so cars. So you'll become a terrible driver in China? <laughs> Uh, Just a, pretty much like me, though. I, I guess you have to be a terrible driver, because I, I don't know how you could survive out there. And people were just urinating on the sides of the streets. like It was like a totally lawless country. And it, you know, you, I couldn't believe it. No, she's hitting me now, but it's totally true, and she knows it's true. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I couldn't believe it. They have all that. They're supposed to be, you know, this strict communist country, but um don't buy it folks like people can do whatever they want there it's really wild it's it's a wild west except they have weird rules and when they have though the certain things that they do enforce they enforce it strongly uh for instance they'll have like curfews in towns and stuff and like you nobody will be out it's just crazy but um really what which city are you talking about <laughs> I mean, I don't even know. I've heard this before. Curfew. Really? I mean, I mean, in the in our, in our in our college, we do have curfew that you have to come back before at 10 p.m., which is really early. But I mean, apart from that, I don't think the whole city would have the curfew. I could be mistaken about that one. Maybe I dreamed that part. I don't know. I <laughs> Guys, but, he probably just made the whole thing up. I mean, no, 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 no. Have you ever been to China? Or did you just use that as an excuse to get me? Gotcha. Gotcha, uh, baby. All right. No, but let me get, for example, uh, I'm pretty sure she's wrong about that. But, for example, they have this rule with the air conditioning where, like, in the, after a certain uh, date in the year, they force all businesses to shut off the air conditioning. And it's really crazy. Like, while we were there, we tried to go into this certain Del Soleil show. And, you know, it's in this gigantic tent full of people. And apparently, just a week prior to that, they had just, it, it was just that part of the year where they started restricting this law. So, we're trying to watch the show and was absolutely miserable. I mean, it was just so hot. Body, you know... People everywhere. I couldn't even watch the show. I was I was in so much torture. Uh, it was terrible. Uh, so that's just, you know, <laughs> just an example. They they did they, they don't the things they enforce they enforce like crazy like you can imagine. But then other stuff is just crazy and just everything about the place it just. Let's summarize it because. Uh... <laughs> Uh, basically, I can tell what your impression about China is crazy. <laughs> it was. It was just. I. It was nothing I, I had ever experienced before. The first time there, I was just total culture shock. <laughs> I mean, it really was wild. Uh, but I. I loved it. Uh, the last day we were in Shanghai. Uh, this was the first time I was in China. Um, I'm originally going to share a couple stories from both times, but we'll just share this one. This one's pretty good. The last day I was in Shanghai, me and a friend were, you know, we were just walking around, trying to meet some locals. Uh, we ended up in this McDonald's. It was like a club walking down in this McDonald's. You know, it's in Shanghai, and it was like, uh, like you kind of walk down like you're walking to a subway or something. These, But it was just uh, really, like, popular the place was packed and it was just crazy it felt like a club or something not like a mcdonald's here <laughs> and uh, uh yeah that was another thing uh, that was interesting about china was the food and like how different even the fast food chain stuff you expect it to be the same yeah it's not at all so don't buy into that garbage that oh all these corporations it's all the same across the world no it completely catered to their taste they serve completely different stuff on the menus uh, and the sizes are horrendous. This, like the McDonald's, 
it's ridiculous. Their regular full-size meals are like smaller than our kids' meals. I mean, I don't know how you could get full off of it. I they're, thought they're this kind of. was supposed to be a happy ending. <laughs> no, I'm getting to that. So. Oh, okay, okay. Let's hear <laughs> it. I can't wait. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we were in this McDonald's, and this uh, we end up talking to this this group of people. Just it was like a band or something. Anyway, it was because this beggar walked up, and he was trying to get money from us and the other group. And so after he left, it was just kind of like an icebreaker. We were able to talk, start talking to the group. And um, I guess the girl that was in the group must have took a, a liking to us or something. <laughs> but they invite us back to a birthday party that night. And so, yes, she's getting a, giving me a funny look. So that night, we after we get back to the hotel and everything, and um, we meet up with another one of our buddies, and we say, hey, we're going to try to find this place. We had the address. And so we go out and try to hail a rickshaw. And we're out there waving our arms, doing the taxi thing. We learned that during the day that this is how you hail taxis in China. It's like you wave your arm up in front of the street. And it was we had moderate success with that. But anyway, <laughs> so we, we made the mistake of getting on one of the motorized rickshaws that's out there. Uh, so, you know, it's like a, a, it's like a motorcycle when they've attached like a cart to the back of it, you know, uh, as opposed to the regular bicycle one. And uh, we end up walking to our destination, which was nearby there. And it's this huge, like, building, like a hotel skyscraper thing. And you go inside, and it's just, you ride the elevator, and it's full of just these rooms that you can book. And so we show up, we find it, we meet up with them, and it's like this private room with a, its own karaoke machine. And it was a karaoke party, and they're serving, like, tea with alcohol mixed in they're just bringing it in and they're bringing food and all this is covered they're not charging us for any of us we're trying to give them money and they're saying no it's my birthday so i treat apparently that's a thing they do over there although i've heard conflicting stories from other chinese but uh at the time this is what i learned and this is what i'm going with uh so they didn't want us to pay anything but it was crazy uh while we were there we just had you know it was a great time, and we started talking to, and I ended up talking to, yes, one of the girls there, and uh, actually we exchanged, uh, I, I found out about Rin Rin, I created a Rin Rin account after this, so that we could, she actually ended up being a pen pal for a little while, uh, we, we talked for a little while after this, then we finally, you know, finally stopped, but <laughs> it was just a really exciting, kind of crazy night, and uh, I realized that China, I I realized I had a place in my heart for the Chinese, that China was a pretty cool spot, and that I definitely wanted to go back again sometime. So that, that's, that's my most exciting happy ending story. To sum it up, how to pick up a girl. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So you could have just said I picked up a girl successfully in China <laughs> instead of rambling on for five minutes. I didn't even elaborate as much as I could have, but, you know. That's of okay. course, so many details. I, mm -hmm. I'm not sure they are suited for all the audience, <laughs> isn't it? Ah, <laughs> uh, good point. No, no, it's this is a very family friendly story. Okay. Oh, and uh, the karaoke. I I did sing one song. I never done karaoke before, but I did that night because obviously it's just. And so we'd been looking at Jade all week because <laughs> you know the Chinese love Jade, and, and so. I looked on the machine, and of course they had the Aerosmith classic, Jaded. Wow. I sang Jaded in China, the first karaoke. Bravo. <laughs> Thank you. Bravo. Who I just saw recently in concert, actually, Aerosmith. 
Um, speaking of, of karaoke, yeah, we Chinese people we have this crazy thing about karaoke. We don't have a lot of bars. I mean, we do have, just not as much as Western countries, and not as commonly seen. I mean, bars or nightclub are not like they are not commonly seen in every city. But I would say even a small city would have karaoke place that you could just uh, gather uh, together with your friends and just to sing whichever way you want to rock and roll. So yeah, that is a sweet, lovely story. Yeah, well, thank you.、Uh, I'm glad you enjoyed it.、Uh, well, not as much as you, apparently. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Beautiful lady. <laughs> Her English wasn't as good as yours, though. Oh, I see. Is is that the reason why you stopped? <laughs> Because you were like, "Oh my God, I'm so busy correcting her grammar mistakes every time we were trying to correspond with each other." No,、nah, I don't care about that. That's my story.、Um, you know, maybe we'll talk more about that stuff in future episodes. Yeah, and I'm so excited about our second show. We got Kentucky Derby is coming, isn't it? Yes, that's this weekend. Yeah, that's this weekend. So stay tuned. We will talk about something about horse. Yeah, we'll do、um, it now. Yeah, my my dad was actually born in the year of horse. So I have always had this special feeling towards horse in January and Lexington as horse capital of the world. Yeah, exactly. So I'll keep you guys updated and tell you guys more about Kentucky Derby. Hope you had fun, and we'll see you next time. We'll see you next time. Bye bye. This has been the Keith and Stephanie show. <laughs> <laughs> bye. Next time, guys.